content creator channels right here on the Variety Sports Network football YouTube page, part of the Variety Sports Network. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button while you're at it. Thanks for watching. Now I'm going to turn it over to the host of tonight's show. Enjoy. Welcome to the TMB Podcast. This is Tyler McGurk, the Irish Mech. I'm here with the Brian, Brian, the main man Johnson. I'm here with Darren Breyer. It's a TMB with a little D, as you have heard before, maybe in the text message between the three of us. Um, we're doing this 1980 style. We're not going live. We're, this is like the NBA Finals with Magic Johnson. Tape delayed. Um, <laughs> it's good to have you guys on, Brian, Darren. We'll start with you first, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, just ready to discuss some uh, Niners offseason stuff. Darren, can we edit out Little D? That's not a that's not a good. <laughs> 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 I gotta go even harder now. I gotta go even harder now on the on the Niners. Now that I'm on here, I like it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. We're a Niners podcast, me and Brian, huge Niners fans. Darren, just an overall good sports fan. If you haven't been with us before, just knows what his stuff. Brock Purdy today visited Mr. Dr. Keith Meister, who, unfortunately for Niners fans, as injuries go, it just seems to get worse and worse, has inflammation of the shoulder, elbow. They can't do surgery today. They recommend to come back in three weeks, beginning of March, two weeks, However many weeks, beginning of March, all sides continue to point to a UCL tear. It does say it would leave him ready for the start of the 2023 season. I'll give my point of view on this first, just because I'm the host of the show and I do what I want. It's not a good sign. It's just 49ers luck. I know, Brian, you're a big Trey guy. Um it's just not good. It just seems like everyday 49ers stuff. We we have an injury. It just gets worse and worse. This is the season went on. Quarterbacks got hurt. We got worse and worse. I don't know what to do. I just am frustrated. Brock Purdy can't afford to lose two miles per hour on that fastball. That's my biggest worry. Like, he still has inflammation. Brian, we'll move to you. You're the second biggest or the biggest 49er fan on this podcast. What are your thoughts on what happened to Brock Purdy in the surgery or blot what didn't happen in the surgery, I guess, more so? I mean, I, I, I would definitely say you're more team Purdy than team Lance. And I don't know. I I'm just... team 49er, Brian. I don't like this team, <laughs> team, team thing. I'm team 49er. I, I, I think my goal for the whole offseason is to get you to love Lance again. I'm going to get you to love That's Lance. A good goal. I like that. <laughs> But that's yeah. not gonna happen. I that's just not gonna happen without me seeing him play football. This but, isn't a good this isn't good for the 49ers as a franchise. That's my biggest worry. Or my I, biggest I don't concern. know. I don't know. I kind of look at it as the glass is half full, is that they're very they're very fortunate they have Lance because I agree. Now, I'm just saying they're very fortunate that they have another young quarterback who he's just he, he just needs to get reps and develop. And I just think a lot of quarter, a lot of teams wouldn't be in this situation. And, you know, I guess we just have to see how his elbow is going to respond. Cause you don't know when the doctor gets in there, what's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, it, it might end up being, he's done for the rest of the year, but it may end up, he comes back mid season. You just don't know. 
Brian, as of now, the doctors are saying he'll be ready for the start of the regular season. Do I, I believe that? that. No, no, it doesn't see it doesn't I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> buy it. It's yeah. sad for me as a 49er fan. We had a guy come in as Mr. Irrelevant, carry us to the NFC championship game, plays one series, break carries. No, 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 no. The, the the defense carried us there. I'll stop you right there. Brian, I can take us back <laughs> to previous podcast of you saying Brock Purdy is the man he's he's the myth the legend he's gonna carry this franchise for years to come it's not it's not just the defense he was great when he played but you you didn't feel like in the Cowboys game that he was kind of coming back to earth a little bit like he kind of looked like no like I, a pedestrian arm and he looked like he had issues moving the the offense down the field a pedestrian the first, the arm. First, the first half, the first three quarters were a real struggle, but he figured it out. And the Cowboys have a dominant defense. Who we saw Micah Parsons, like we'll bring up the WWE later, wrestling later, literally give a hip suplex to our right tackle continuously. He did that much time. I don't think any quarterback was succeeding with that type of protection. Um, let's get to our third host, our little D, Darren. What are your thoughts on this situation? Well, you guys are going to need a lot of D last next year. Uh, we got we're going to need a whole big D, a hammer. Uh, we got confused. The th- thing for me is okay. So the reports, it sounds like right. You read the same thing. The swelling could didn't go down, which is why they had to delay the surgery. Right, that's what you read too. Right, so. What that means is like right away, right away that injury. I'm with Brian. Like I was thinking right away, he's out at least mid-season. And then obviously you read the reports, and he's supposed to be back in mid-August. That you to me that usually doesn't mean that the guy is going to be ready. I, I that's just kind of the way I'm approach. I, I look, and there's usually a setback along the way with a throwing injury of this type of sort, or they want to rest it. To me, that's best case scenario. So I think it's Lance's job at the beginning. The thing with me, my biggest takeaway, I kind of want to ask you guys this is it just feels like, from afar, there's no franchise that does quarterback drama quite like the Niners. Like, I mean, yeah, if they know how to have two guys that – like, look at Brian, Team Lance by the end of the – you know what I mean? Like, Team Purdy. You know that's going to happen at some point. Let, let's just say Purdy's back in October and Lance has him at two and three. or You know what I mean? I'm just saying, hypothetically, you know, there's – there's the thing. Oh, we got it now. He's not worth anything now. You know, we could have got that. You know, we could have got more for him earlier. So that would be my thing from this. Is like, yeah, it's disappointing from the injury standpoint, but that does help happen with. I mean, he whipped his arm pretty good. I'm not surprised there's it's that that bad. You know, before it is a little surprising you have to delay it. But the Niners and quarterback drama to me is just going to be again the story, especially for a team that is on the verge of a championship at every other spot. I think that's the thing that makes this a unique situation. You and they bring have up a great Garoppolo, who you would say is the most experienced in their building, but most Niner fans, as we know, kind of are, are ready to move on. Yeah, I, I think you're right in that instance, Darren, and saying we're a championship contender in every other position. Brian, let's shoot the Jimmy G right away. I didn't even want to go there, but is he? He's gone, and we have a whole fan base that hates the man. Why is right. what is why do we hate a guy who's won seventy three percent of his games? I wouldn't even say hate. I would say most of the people on Facebook adore the guy, and they, <laughs> they want they want him coming back every year. And 
And I, I, I mean, it's so bad on Facebook that you go you'll have people say, what, what can we trade for him? It's like every day somebody has to tell somebody he's a free agent and he won't come back, you know? I don't know. It's Brian, just, Brian, Brian. I agree with you that if, if, if they say, what can we trade for him? They're not a Niners fan because they don't realize how. Well, how about you, Tyler? Do you want him back out of these three guys? That's I guess that's why. Like, let me just ask you: Would you think Garoppolo is the best option out of these three three guys? Season Lance is still the best. I don't think we can no, afford Garoppolo. Garoppolo I, Let, if, let's just I let's just we, be I real. I do not want Garoppolo back. We, let's just be real. Garoppolo's issue is that he can't stay healthy. Yeah, it's like he'll fair. go down. The other three got two guys. Purdy's on a UCL. Nobody can Trey stay Lance healthy. has missed two years of his start of his career. What do you mean? <laughs> None of them can stay healthy. Jimmy yeah. stays the most healthy out of the three. They both. They're Jimmy. I'm getting too upset. Darren, no, you should. This, this is the passion we need. Darren, I Jimmy. I don't want Jimmy G back. I'm with you, Brian. I'm on that. Jimmy G's got to go. He's got to. We got to figure it out without him. He's not winning us a Super Bowl. It's just not going to work. He's going to demand too much money at this point. We have two young guys who both, well, one of them has proven they can play. One of them has all the tools to be able to play. It's just for Kyle to trust him and him to figure out Kyle's system. I just don't. I I'm at a loss. I'm. I I wish I had more answers. I'm confused. I'm lost. I love. I've seen Purdy succeed. I haven't seen Trey Lynch succeed. So that's why I wish Purdy was healthier than let's Trey Lynch. Let's just, let's Darren, get, Brian. Let's get a little bit of confidence. Like, Brian, can I ask you you a little... Yeah. Can we go to the Trey Lynch and see why he believes in Trey Lynch? Like, I feel like that's the Why do you have any trust in Trey Lynch to succeed at this point? I don't know. I think if you. I, I don't know the great answer. He, 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 I think if, if you. If you scheme certain offensive schemes where maybe you would in, instead of just having a more conservative offense, maybe just be opening up the offense and throwing more, I think he would be more successful in that. But it's just up to whether Kyle Shanahan can trust him to do that. Cause I know Kyle Shanahan has an issue with turnovers. Yeah, he may turn it over, but I feel like he's so young, he's gonna learn from it. And I don't think he would do the same thing twice. That's the only point I'm making. I mean, I'd love fair. to combat, but I feel like it'll get too combative at that point. Darren, what were you going to say? Well, I, I, think, I think the thing that's there. funny, again, and this is to me the drama with the offseason again, the Niners and Shanahan, you could, is like you said, his playbook is different with Lance, that it's just a whole different offense. Ayuk might not be involved. He might be involved differently. Kittle's involved differently. There's, it's just a whole different system. They have to feel there's a different mentality with the guy that's going to run the ball 10 times as the quarterback. Your team has to take on a different identity, I feel like. And that's why I brought up Hurts on our last example. But, you know, it's going to become down – the thing that's interesting is Lynch. You know, if they had to do it again, they probably wouldn't make this trade, would they? No, they're not trading three first-round picks. I mean, but – yeah, they wouldn't make the three – They wouldn't do the trade again, would they? No, they can't trade three first round picks for Trey Lance. Brian, you'd agree there. They, they yeah, would. I mean, they cut. They probably could have standed Pat. Maybe, I, 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 I think he would have been there where we were choosing. But man, if we could have gotten J.C. Horn, 
as a cornerback. But if we were but, stuck with yeah. what if what if they went with Mac Jones? Like that's the other option. I don't uh, know. Lord, Ryan, what do you what, Ryan, what if we had Mac Jones? Would we be in a would we as 49ers fans be in a better position if we had yes. Mac Jones no as our quarterback? Way. He's healthy. We no know he'll way. be there starting the next year. You're Lord. I just love Brian. That's why I said I do like what do you think, Tyler? You didn't get the answer because I know you're hosting here, but I want to hear your answer to Brian when he said about uh, Purdy in that Cowboys game. He did look, he is, there is a point where he is a seventh round pick. Is there a major regression there too? Oh, there definitely can be. Like I'm, I'm, I agree with Brian. He has not looked good against good pass rushes. And this surgery scares me the most about him because his arm is average at best. It's accurate. But if you take two miles per hour away from his fastball, yeah. It's no longer serviceable. It's now a double-A fastball that's going to get lit up and yeah. preyed on by DBs. And then a so that's my biggest worry about Brock Purdy and this surgery. I, Go ahead, Brian. I, I guess I guess my off-season question will be, will, will Lance learn from this year and become better? Oh, man, he that's has to. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the whole season. Like, yeah. like I said, he has a championship roster there. He's and and he, he he even admitted in an interview that he just said he threw the ball too much in the offseason. And that was that sound like reason. pussy talk to you though. I threw the ball too much. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, th- there's a point where you gotta stop throwing, and he made it seem like he was over eager, you know, starting with the Niners. And yeah, I, I can understand. I, I felt like he at least he manned up to it. I mean, maybe Kyle Shanahan in the background's like, shut the fuck up. But... <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. That's what I want. A little criticism of the man. But back to back to what you said about uh Trey Lance. Back to what you said about Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is widely regarded as this great play caller, but when Trey Lance gets wide center, he becomes this terrible play caller, to be honest. The first three games of the season were god-awful. And tune in to the TMB podcast. We're breaking down the Niners season next week. The week after that, the week after that, we're going to break it down from the Trey Lance, the Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy eras of the 2022 season. We will get into that the next couple, three weeks. That's what we're doing, Brian. Study, get ready. Um, But yeah, I don't know where we go from here. The, the quarterback position is always drama filled like Darren Why? brought up before with the 49ers. It's just the way it is with the 49ers. What else can we do about it? It's what we're going to talk about all offseason, to be honest. Um, any more thoughts on this certain situation? I just, I'm curious. My, I'll just, my last thought on Brian as the Niners. I, I, my thing is, okay, the controversy. There I go first. Real. Brian closes out. I must be on a little bit of a delay, so I'm sorry if I am. I can I'll remo- remove myself in a sec. Uh, they, please don't. I I think uh, yeah. With Purdy, is the curious is the are they gonna you know the the drama with the team to me that's gonna like uh, like as a dynamic team the roster is gonna kind of dictate sometimes. I like I don't know if you guys saw that uh, that bull, the Baltimore Bullies team uh, uh, thirty for thirty. That's kind of what this Niners team is set up for. They're ready for a team. They just can that quarterback help them get there? And I know Purdy had was averaging 35 points with that team. I get that. And so maybe that's a big bummer. But my point is, like, we can all agree here he's not a top-10 quarterback even with how it was. That, in my opinion, you know, he that's just not what I saw out of him. 
or even top 15, I guess, in that regard. So I don't know. 25. I, I'm, just curious. I'm just curious what, how the offseason plays out with like the rest of the roster. Yeah, exactly. Ryan, anything to add on? Uh, I mean, I mean, like I said, we just need to, we just need to have faith in the, in the, you know, Lynch and Shanahan, like they know what they're doing. Brian, that's a great uh, one last thing. George Brian, Kittle wow. did go on. George Kittle did go on the Rich Eisen show and say uh, Brock Purdy is our starting quarterback. Any thoughts from the two of you? I mean, to be honest, he's not a coach, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like George Kittle, kind of like he's so hit and miss. He's he's just a very energetic character, and some the the things he says sometimes. Like kind of balls me sometimes, but fair enough. He's a wrestler at heart. Yeah, exactly. He likes to hype everything up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna. There's not much more 49ers news after that. I saw a list of the top 25 players under 25. It was an offensive list, but here we're going offense and defense. Darren Breyer, Brian Johnson. We'll go back and forth between the two. You go from 10 to one. You can have the same players. Darren, do you have a 10-person list? Yeah, I would take – I think I would take still Jamar Chase. There's something I just like about him, Jefferson. I know Jefferson – Do like, you have him at 1 or 10? I want I want to start from the lowest lowest number you have. I don't have it in order like that, so I couldn't help you okay. that. But I guess I if I was just thinking off the top of my head, looking at my list, hold on. I like Devin White if he counts at 25. I guess I would Go take ahead. him from the Bucks. That's I like him. I like Devin White as well. He won a Super Bowl. He was the best defensive player probably on that Super Bowl roster. Brian, who you got? I would go with Rashawn Slater, the tackle from the Chargers. He's his next contract. He's going to make a lot of money. He's really Brian. Good. I fucking love you for this answer. This is why you're on the podcast. You add the left tackle of Desmond Hurt. He's been a great player. He was. He got a little hurt, but Brian, this is Brian on that this pick podcast. on our podcast. Like, no wonder he's still like Slater time. He's been on to that guy forever. I remember, remember that on the podcast. He's a great, he's a great you guy. ripped on it. You ripped on him, I think, for the pick, actually. I think he did. I him for the pick, but he has proven me wrong. I, I have no problem admitting I'm wrong. Um, let's move I know, on. I know offensive linemen aren't sexy, but. Brian, do you have any more offensive linemen on your list? I got just one. for a little no, precursor. No, it's just Slater. You don't have Rashad Slater from the Chargers. Oh, you have Slater. I just. Said. I have what about Trevor Works from the Broncos or the Bucks? That's who I have. No. Um, no, no I probably wouldn't put him on on the top ten now. All right. Uh, all right, Brian. Let's go to number nine. Darren, just intervene whenever you feel free to, like I would. Brian, we're gonna go with your top ten. What's your number nine pick? I'm gonna go with um, the the cornerback from Denver, um, Sertain the second. He's a lockdown corner, and he's I, at the time when they took it in the draft, I was like, I was kind of shocked because I thought they were gonna take a receiver, but it turned out to be a good pick. Brian, I'd agree with that's a good pick. Alabama cornerback. Yeah, when he's healthy, he sets wide receivers down. That's a good pick. The Broncos, their defense stood up to everybody this year. Their offense really sucked the big one. We'll actually get into NFL news right after this top 25. Darren, do you have anybody, anything to add? 
to the top You're a Raiders 10. fan. You saw him twice this year. Anything to add about Patrick? No, no he's a okay. bad I, I don't throw at him. That, I, yeah. like, those are the corners that are very good. You, like, you want them on your team, and then they always fall to like six, seven, or eight. It's crazy. Brian, number eight. I'm going to go with uh, Parsons from the Cowboys. Number eight? Good call. I had him. Yeah. Higher than yeah. Number eight. I'm just shocked he's that low. I mean, great player. He's a Cowboy. All right. Exactly. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. We're there. I'm right there with you. Actually, great pick. He should have been lower, Brian. What are we doing here? All right. You had him at like number two. We can't talk enough about Taylor Parker. A little enough about Taylor Parker. What's your number seven, number six pick? My number six pick? Yep. Yeah. Any pick. What are your. What's the next pick? The the number six pick, I would go with Trevor Lawrence because. He's going to be – He's. I think the more – they're going to get more weapons around him, and the, the, the more that he plays, that he'll he'll get better. This is a guy I really want to get into now. Last year, Trevor Lawrence with Urban Meyer was thought of as close to a bust. I heard people saying he's garbage. Yeah. He's not worth anything. I have him right next to Justin Herbert at number four. Is Am I way off? Am I over-exaggerating one year? Darren. Yeah, I don't know. I think you should. Just, Brian. I Love think he should. He should be. I I put him about six. I wouldn't go any higher than that. I have to see a second good year before I put him higher than that. Darren, what are your thoughts on me having Justin Herbert so high or Trevor Lawrence? I, I agree. I, I like it. I think I think he's right where you guys. I think I agree with it. I think I think I'm I'm with you on that one. All right. Uh, carrying on. I I think he's. I think he's one of the top franchise quarterbacks. You restart the whole league, he's going probably top 12 in the whole league. Easily. As a quarterback. Absolutely. That's where I'm at with Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a beast. He could make all the throws. He seems to be wanting – he seems to care about winning and not about stats, which is a big thing for me. All right, Brian, carry on. What's your next pick? My next pick, well, I went with a running back. Uh, uh, Nate, uh Harris from Pittsburgh. Nazi. Nazi from Man, Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. Was it Vallejo? Vallejo. Yeah, but I mean, if, if, if I would definitely take him in as a running back in the draft because I think he's like big and he's also fast. So I thought he was pissing people off this year at the beginning, though. Was that right. why hey, 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 you describe him as big and fast? They're good. Yeah, he he was terrible the first eight, nine weeks of the year. He kind of picked it up, as you were saying, Darren. The Pittsburgh O line sucks. I don't think he's yeah. been able to execute he had, he had who he really Bins- is. He had Trubinsky a couple. You but know. could he be the next Trent Richards? He has not put up the numbers you're supposed to. We saw Trent Richards move teams because the Browns got sick of him. He went to the Bra- oh, the God. Raiders he's, in the preseason, missed a fifth hole. Bad. I don't know if you ever seen that picture. <laughs> Trent Richardson, come on. He was pretty – I mean, Nazi <laughs> has not lived up to expectations in my mind. I don't know. He's, I think he's, he's one of the best – he's one of the biggest bust running backs of all time, Trent Richardson. So I wouldn't he's even compare him to him. I mean, I I, I mean, I, I think Nazi has not lived up to expectations so far. I think he's a little too high for me. Brian, the next pick. Is going to be Jamar Chase. At what number? Three, two? It's, aren't we at four? Or four? Yeah. Four. So you have Jamar Chase? Yeah. 
That's a good pick. I have him. I have him at four too, so, or I have him at five actually. But but I don't have Nazi in my even list. I had Demar Chase. So who's your number four? Uh, did I just Jamar Chase was my number four? Or right? no, your number three? Excuse me. My so. number three. Just tell is... me to shut up. And number three is call me. <laughs> All right, one. give us your top three. Yeah, who's it's gonna be, uh, Herbert's three. All right, what's number two? Pick. Who's number two? Is I would uh, let me see here. Brian, Bosa. Your profile. Bosa. Yeah. M one. Who's your number one? You're missing a guy. You're missing a guy. Who's your number one? I I, I just is it Justin just, Jefferson, Jalen Hurts? It's or... gotta be Justin Jefferson, number one. Definitely Hurts to do a top ten. You put a lot That's of fair. Fair. I understand. Yeah. We all have yeah. forgot. Is it Eagles? You get Eagle and Cowboys, they'll get in the list. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how good was Justin Jefferson this year? I would, right. not Justin Jefferson was last year. I would have Hurts over Harris for sure. Yeah. But Hurts is almost 26. I mean, he's like right on the verge no, of it. So like, he's 25 or 24. But he's on the verge of it. So I can see what Brian forgot the other to say. And he, I and mean, he's, yeah, he's. That's I understand everything. But but is it, isn't this the first good year from Hertz? You're right. You 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 do have that consistency. You yeah. have guys who have proven they have done exactly. it before. You want two years in a row before you crown them. Tyler, you said you had a problem with somebody else's list. Who? What was the big issue you had with it? Oh man, this list is terrible. Um, all right, let me go through the gridiron gridiron gridlock list. Top twenty five. They have one. Justin Jefferson. Number two, Herbert. Number three, Hertz. Number four, Lawrence. Number five, uh, Chase. Number six, a guy you didn't mentor, mention, Brian, Jalen Waddell. Number seven, uh, Andrew Thomas, left tackle, New York Giants. Number eight, Creed Humphrey, left guard, Kansas City Chiefs. We're not having left guards on our list. Guards do not... We, there's a value for a reason. What are we talking about? We're in the middle guard? of the field. Number nine, TD Lamb, Cowboy. I, I accuse you not having him on their list. He's not worth it. Number 10, Tristan Worth, who I had. It goes all the way to 25. It gets really ugly. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Amon. I had Jonathan Taylor in there. A guy who's getting overrated very quickly is Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, he's a good receiver. He's a a very good receiver, but people are hyping him up like he's the next Calvin Johnson or the next, I don't know, Jamar Chase. He's just not that, in my opinion. Um, then they have, like, why isn't Devontae Smith on there? Brandon Ayuk is leaving in the top 25. Like, Brandon Ayuk is better than, like, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, uh, Trav- is, Chris Alave. Is Chase they Young just, in there? They have yeah. Justin Fields at 23. What was that? Remember, no remember Tyler, con- consistency. Remember Tyler. With Brandon Ayuk is consistent. This is his with first, a quarterback who can his, throw the ball. Ayuk's not a top twenty-five guy. He can't be there, can he? No. Yeah. This is the first. I don't year he, top this is the first year he had a thousand yards, especially with Lance as Tyler the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we if we had that laughing button, we could hit that. Right now. <laughs> You're telling me he Brandon Ayuk's not better than Tyler Algier? He's not better than Pat Fearboots from the Pittsburgh Steelers? 
get out of here. He's definitely a top 25 guy under 25. He's underrated. If he played with a great quarterback who could throw him the ball consistently, he'd be in the top. He's Devontae Smith, but without the name and the Heisman behind his name. I agree. He's done just as much. In my opinion, we could be wrong. This is a 49ers podcast, by the way, just if you're checking in. Hashtag FTTB. Um, all right, let's move on. XFL started this this past week. I don't know if any of you caught it. Um, there was some no, interesting no, rules. Didn't. Brian, have you paid attention to the XFL no. at all? Um, I didn't watch it. Do you smile? <laughs> what the rock? <laughs> I love how all the promos of the rocks like got the glasses on and turn on movie. Like I, I mean, I always feel like these. How long can it last, Tyler? How long can it last? Yeah. Seems like it's lasting a long time. He did the Super Bowl two years ago with the. I mean, the band. XFL with just him as the face and not even playing. How long can it last? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Some of these XFL rules I really like. Let's see. So we'll get into the um, PATs. So there's no more kickers kicking PATs. They have a runner pass from the two yard line equals one point. Mm-hmm. They have a runner pass from the five yard line equals two points and a runner pass from the 10 yard line most likely a pass obviously from the 10 yard line equals three points is this intriguing at all like you could go for a three-point conversion from the 10 yard line like i i actually really enjoyed it there was a time there was a actually a sequence in the xfl where they did this and uh, they did another thing another rule later that brought him back into the game to win the game but the now, and then we'll keep can on not kick it, can they not kick it all though just real quick no no kicking okay. okay and then another rule to keep the ball so in the fourth quarter you can't do an onside kick you have to go for it on a fourth and 15 but you move it all the way back to your 25 yard line so if you don't get it Obviously, the wherever you tackle the person or they throw an incompletion, you get it at that yard line right next to your end zone, fourth and twenty-five. You can only do it in the fourth quarter to to replace an onside kick. Like I'd love, I think it's a. I mean, that's a little much for the NFL. I feel like that's too much helping the other team who's been losing the whole game. But the PATs, I really enjoy. I think it's a good thing. I like it. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? I think keep it, but with the one point also as a, as available. So basically, you can go for the one, you can go for the two, you can go for the three. I like it if you kept all three available. And so then you can like, just do a PAT from the. I'm just no, saying you, you can still, do all three of those. No, no, no. My point is, you get one point if in the NFL if you did that, you get one point for that. You get two for that. You get three for behind the five yard line, and I'd probably add, four, you know, probably three behind the five yard line or ten yard line. Three's from the ten yard line. So probably do that. I would keep that same scoring system, but whatever the one is, I would just replace it with. I would still make the one available. That's all I'm saying. So you would just replace the two point yard line with a field goal. Yeah, I, I just would want at least one point available so they could do all those options. I think like I like it if they did one, two, or three because. I think that three points that obviously adds a massive. Oh, that's a huge change. I feel like it, kind of, it totally changes the whole game. So I mean, that, that's where it's like I, I don't know if I want to see that in the NFL, but it definitely. Yeah, it's too gimmicky though for the NFL. I think it's too the gimmicky. real question. 
So you I, would keep it the same. I know a lot of people don't like the kickers at all. So, but I just don't like the idea That's, that you can get one, two, or three. It's like when people say the four pointer in the NBA. I just don't. I don't know. There's something about it I don't like. So I, I think I would feel the same way about the NFL. Brian, your thoughts? I think it would be completely insane to do that in the NFL, but I, I can see why, you know, they're trying to get excitement for the new XFL. So they're trying to do things different, but but, there, but there's no way in hell the NFL would do that. But I agree with you that there's no way in hell, but I actually, I, I think you should just get rid of the two yard line one point. And move the two points back to the five-yard line. And if you want three points, go back to the 10-yard line. How often is that really successful? Like, Try a Hail Mary for seven points for the 50. No, no, no. You end at three points. And then to keep the, the ball on the conversion. other side, imagine you just have to get 15 yards. It'd, it'd make it yeah. more interesting than a no, for onside sure. kick. That's normally a dead play anyway. It's like, oh, the game's over. Like, yeah. I just think it adds excitement. I don't know. I, I mean, if it really happened in the NFL and it cost my team a game, I'd be pretty pissed. So I don't know what I'd really think about it when NFL games are going on. But it is something different. It's something I like the XFL is doing. I feel like your guys' reaction is what people are thinking of the XFL in general. Just like, I mean, are you going to watch it, though, honestly? Are you no, I'm not watching the XFL because there's no talent. But if there's real talent going on doing these plays, well, I'd watch. So I do like – the only rule I saw where I kind of like is the kickoff rule where they, they kick from like the 30 or the 25 and they, they literally yeah. set up five yards from each other. So I think the the, uh, the defense has to start at the 30, the 25, and the, and the defense starts at the 30. So they're five yards apart from each other, but the defense can't move until the guy catches the ball or until there's been three seconds or something like that off the clock, some little rule like that. Um I kind of like that one just to get the returns back in the league. I miss kick returns. I feel like we never get any anymore. That I, don't, I think there'd be less kick returns with this. But, but I guess based on the stats, because of how they were set up and how far they were kicking it back, they were getting like 95% kick returns like in that scenario. Now, maybe there might be better kickers that can kick it deeper, and they might have to yeah. adjust that part of it. But my point is I like that part of it. I feel like they just basically it's just the kickoff is a waste of time. They might as well just put the ball in the 25-yard line half the time. So the thing that I find most intriguing is the onside kick. Because the onside kick's dead. No one recovers onside kick. So at what point, fourth and 15 isn't enough for you, like, to make it interesting? What if they moved it to fourth and 20 or fourth and 25? Like, at what point does that become, like, you don't get it enough. Like, it's tougher to get the, like. What do you mean? Because onside kicks. Are now moved back to your own twenty-five yard line. Oh, I got you. And you have to go for it on four, and they consider it a fourth and fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at what point does that become interesting enough to like at least think about changing it? Obviously, fourth and fifteen wasn't enough yardage because that's too easy to convert. I don't think the NFL's ever changing that because of the. But for you personally. I don't like it. I I, I wish they would no. just go back to what they used to have. That's what I like. Just, 10 yards apart and just kick the damn ball and see if you can get it. That's all. I don't understand why it's more complicated than that. Like, seriously, why that that's as less gimmicky as you can think. That's a simple, okay, you're ten, you have to get the ball past 10 yards and you can't, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, maybe you can't destroy people's heads off. Like you can watch that, but 
What's more fair than that? I just don't. But get why it. can't you put a more skilled people on the field? Like I feel like that's always more interesting to put more skilled people on the field than a kicker who's kicking a ball. I got like that's not interesting really, other than like, oh, can we get lucky? Like, let's go draw up a play that can get us twenty yards. Like, on like I feel like that's way more interesting to me. That would suck. Maybe I'm wrong. If your defense yeah. sucks, you're in trouble. <laughs> So basically, take special teams out of the game. No, because you're still kicking for three quarters. Like, yeah, but yeah, you're easy. taking your special teams is best, uh, especially being devalued. But everybody wants that anyway, in my opinion. Like, you look at it, everyone's always complaining about kickers and whatnot. I'll let Brian say something on this. Brian, like, do you have? A, I, like, I have a hard time just getting into these secondary leagues because it's just. Welcome. The 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 talent the, the talent isn't up there and it's just it's just really weird rules and yeah. <laughs> Brian we gotta get that we always talk about stuff we have to get for Logan oh, we gotta get the the vids welcome to the XFL short thing I mean I would be just playing that thing all the time right now we gotta keep that on the list here welcome to the XFL title we gotta so nobody watched any XFL rules I watched a little XFL. bit of the St Louis one verse see right there. Thumbs down. Heinz Ward was the coach for one of the teams. I saw that. <laughs> Heinz Ward was one of the coaches. Well, there. he probably taught him how to block his wide receiver. He did. They were their first four plays were I formation run plays. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was watching for. I was like, they were four I formation run plays. I think the XFL has a chance. I mean, the quarterbacks are at least like halfway deep. Like AJ McCarron's playing, and like you know, these are maybe some guys, but. Uh, I don't know. To me, they can they form a minor league for the NFL? That's yeah, all that's they have. yeah, that, that you gotta, they you should put do. These teams. Go ahead, yeah. Ryan. That's what they should do. Is it should be like the the minor leagues of the NFL? Why don't they do that instead of having it be like a competition against the NFL or something? I don't think just, it is a competition. I think the XFL is like giving up. Like they're just trying to be something you can watch when the NFL is not going on. I do find those rules interesting. I think it's great for what the XFL is doing. It makes me intrigued when they – I'm never going to watch an XFL game unless, like, it happens to be on. You're not that game. intrigued, <laughs> No, I'm not that intrigued. But I think if the NFL implemented those rules, I could get used to them, to be honest. I could. Yeah. I get Getting rid of kickers as much as possible is not a bad idea. <laughs> So so goodbye. You really like it. You guys really good, goodbye, Robbie Gold. Get, get the I heck see. out of here. Um, you enjoy watching kickers, <laughs> is what you're telling me. I don't like the. I hate the kickoff. The kickoff is a big commercial. Then a kickoff. Then another damn commercial. Would you rather see a 15 yard touchback? Come on, I don't want to see a touchback every time. I mean, the, I do agree the onside ones would be intriguing, but. Like, I mean, my Raiders, I'd go for it every time against them. <laughs> and you can't, but you can only do it in the fourth quarter. And you can do it from the head, too. You know, you can't it's too gimmicky, it Tyler. You got to admit, that's too gimmicky. Yeah. I don't think it is. If you, I think people would get used to it. Kicking a, kicking a football is gimmicky. It I happens agree. four times, eight times, six times a game. That's gimmicky. I then, then at that point, I would just say this. For, honestly, I would feel better if they just did this. They take kickoffs. You do the kickoff. That's it. Right. Kick that. Yeah. Keep that. Or not that. Just put them on the twenty-five. Whatever. Yeah. Put them on the twenty-five. You you don't. You have to go for two every time, and it only counts for two. Then you go or for you one can go three. for one. That's or what three. I would make the rule. Why not go for one or three? 
Well, to me, it's not gimmicky at that point. And every team is like, it's the same rule every single time. But it's not gimmicky if you go, okay, you can go for it, but it's going to cost you. I feel like you can manipulate the scoreboard too much with that big of a one, two, and three. You can manipulate it as much as the team you're going against. Brian, are you running on the treadmill right now? What are you doing? (laughs) You got the elliptical there. It's going to get really entertaining. I'm going to take this thing and uh, <laughs> hit it with Tyler. And just oh, take it on Tyler. The stripper pole, not the stripper pole. Oh, maybe that's a good transition to wrestling. Yeah, no, exactly. We got, we got something real quick. NFL dudes. We're, uh, we're, we're going to get really off the rails. For you, let's be real, podcast fans. Uh, Zach Cunningham gets released. He's like he's a future Raider. Darren, your thoughts on Zach Cunningham? Anyway, he's a Raider next year. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, middle linebacker for the Titans. Uh, Taylor Lewan gets released. That's kind of big. The boys. Brian, is That's there any way the 49ers release Mike McGlinchey and replace him with Taylor Lewan? Lewan, move him to the right side. Well, a little my, cheaper. My, or... McGlinchey's a free agent, so he could leave, and then we just sign. Tyler, that's Wayne. what I just said, Brian. We don't I sign him. Than Tyler. I gotta admit, Brian. <laughs> I said we don't sign. You, you, you said Mike release McGlinchey. him. <laughs> the wrong word. Sorry. We don't sign Mike McGlinchey, and we bring in Taylor Lewan to play the right side. He is a left tackle at heart. He's played the left tackle his whole career. From Michigan. I mean, I mean, I mean on social media, he said Team Trent Williams. So. He wants to come to the Niners, so I say so bring would him. Would you here. be willing to bring in Taylor Lewan to replace Mike McGlinchey for a position he's never played his whole career? Yes, I mean he's got to be better than McGlinchey. I, I take anybody over McGlinchey. Did you? Did you? That, you, want, that, you, want you, Brian, show, you want me to show that photo of him going sideways against? You might have to, Brian. Mikhail that's what Parsons. I used to do to you in basketball. I used to give you the hip. <laughs> So you can make his free throws, Johnson. All right, Brian. Let's move on to the part of the show. Yes. Brian was built for you. This show, this part of the show, we're getting into the 49ers players with WWE, AEW. Brian, did you go to past wrestlers? No, I went to current. I just All went, current wrestlers just, from no, WWE? I, just WWE. All right, all current wrestlers from WWE. We got eleven names. We got, or I don't know how many names. I have a list of names here. Yeah, I, I did all the names, and I got Brian to comp them because me and Darren really don't know shit about the WWE, but I know enough to call you out on some bullshit. I know the older guys, exactly, and I, it sounds like we're not getting any older guys, Darren, which is unfortunate. But Brian, Wade Boggs, I hear my makeup here. It's Wade Boggs. <laughs> Brian, let's start this thing. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve forty niners. Some of them might be future other teams. I, I knew anytime it has to do with wrestling, this guy goes bonkers. <laughs> Sorry, I'll try to Ryan, stay on the rail. Tyler, mute me at any point. I won't be offended. Nah, do your thing, Darren. We're here for a reason. All right, we're going top the twelve. Top 12 players on the 49ers, in my opinion. Brian, we're going to start with the defense. The first one, two, three, four, five will be defense. Brian, some various wars. Who do, who's your WWE comp? I'm definitely going to go with um, 
I I don't have word on here, so you got Ryan. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we'll Booker move on. Team, five time. Five <laughs> time. <laughs> Booker T. It's been a baby. No, I'll be on Tyler Bryant, Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead. I'm gonna go with John Cena because he's always a good guy, and that's what Eric Armstead is. All right, number the next one. Your favorite Nicholas Bosa, defensive nice player of the year. <laughs> can I can I start? Can I can I pause this segment? I I mentioned this to Brian. He goes, Darren is gonna laugh the whole time, and it's gonna be a great time. I'm glad he's not wrong, Brian. Oh. Nick Bosa. What do you got for Bosa, Brian? <laughs> Brian, don't Peter pants. Who's Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa is going to be Rick Boggs because he's ripped. <laughs> Wait, Who's Boggs? Rick Boggs? I know Wade Boggs. Boggs. Rick Boggs. Okay. The defensive player Wade of the Boggs. year is Rick Boggs or Boggs. <laughs> Next, Brian, Fred Warner. I'm going to go with Jimmy Uso. Because basically he's a beast on the field. That's what I like to hear. What about Kawabunga Hufunga? I don't know his first name, so I just call him Kawabunga. I'm going to say Jay Uso because he's Warner's partner in crime. That's a good one, Brian. All right, let's move to the offensive side of the ball. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, I'm going to go Drew McIntyre because I consider him the most underrated player on the roster. Wow, bro, that's a good one. I thought it was okay. That's good. Tyler, do you know who Drew McIntyre is? Yeah, he, he knows how to play the guitar. Supposedly, he has long <laughs> hair. He's really ripped. He was he was champion for a little while before Roman yeah. Reigns. He's the guy yeah, who uses the sword. Yeah, I didn't know sword? that. Well, all right. What about the man, the myth, the legend, Debo Samuel? I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins because he's cocky as hell, like Debo is. Seth freaking roll. All right, what about Trent Williams? Trent Williams, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns because for the Niners, he's head of the table. The most dominant goddamn son of a bitch on the whole field. He's going to mess up your family <laughs> if you mess with him. All right, what about Red CMC, Christian McCaffrey? I'm going to go with Cody Rose because he's the best on the roster. I wish he dressed like gold dust. What about all right? We're gonna get into the three most controversial ones where we're gonna I'm gonna get into you, Brian. What about Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy, I'm gonna go with Riddle because he's the bro of the group. The bro of the group. I don't know who, <laughs> I don't know who Riddle is. I mean, I know who the Riddler is from Batman. So I can't even argue with you. All right, what about Mr. Trey Lance? I'm gonna go with Austin Theory. Because he has the most potential on the roster. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, no one knows who he is. Sounds good. Who's Jimmy Garoppolo? L.A. Knight, because he's good-looking and cocky. <laughs> Valvinas. That's who I was saying. I was thinking the same thing. If you visit me between the holidays, baby, this leg's Christmas, this leg's New Year's. 
Valdez is always my, one of my favorites. <laughs> we're, we're not doing pass, Darren. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, do, I, I, I knew more. Brian, I, I thank Rose. you guys for coming on. Do you have any more to say about this episode? It's gone haywire. No, it hasn't got a haywire. This is you got to make this a short, man. That was the, that was like one of my favorite parts of all time. Wade Boggs, I like it. I know. Wade Boggs, <laughs> great great hitter. He's lefty slapper. Cody Rose, I like it. No, I like. I, I think the Niners pods. I like it, man. This is good stuff right here. Thanks for letting me on, Tyler. Again, talking yeah, to no you guys, talking pretty, talking hey, Niners. Ah, welcome to the XML. All of that. So I appreciate it, my man. Um. You guys, Brian, you're the main man. Thank you for coming on every week. I appreciate it. Darren, little D, you're always appreciated on the TMB podcast. You're always welcome. Um, tomorrow, next week, we will be doing the first two and a half games because Trey Lance couldn't stay healthier than that. We will break down those two and a half games. We are 49. It's a shot, it's a shot every time. It's not a shot. We're breaking down what <laughs> happened in the season, Brian. We'll break down those two and a half games. We'll break it down more than any other game because there's less games to break down. Um, Darren, you're always more, welcome, more than welcome to join. We'll be breaking down the season, the first two and a half games. Then we'll go to the Brock per- or the Jimmy Garoppolo era, Brock Party era, the week after that, week after that. You get what I'm saying. Um, yeah. VSN, thank you for putting this on. Um, please watch it, VSN Football. We will... Um, promote the shit out of this. Uh, Brandon, thank you for all you've done. Um, I love our TMB background to be back, um, and it's still not there. But thank you, TSN. You your little thing in the corner here, though. Yeah, we got a little corner, but I'd like the yeah, whole background. But you're ugly. We need something better in the background. We don't want no. <laughs> <laughs> We know who the baby band is. Um, we, we need that laughing button again. <laughs> Yeah, I said, thank you, guys. I wasn't making a joke of it. Uh, Darren, Brian. You're the best. Oh, team. also check out Far End of the Pot. Far End of the. Yes. The far End of the. Far End of the Bench. You know that. Far End of the Bench. Podcast tomorrow night. Uh, me, Darren Breyer will be on it. We'll be talking NBA after a little hockey sec- session. Uh, and then Sunday morning, me and Darren will do Fat Boy Fadeaway. We'll be talking Warriors, uh, All Star Break. Um, all sports, whatever happens between now and then. Thank you for tuning in. This is the TMB Podcast. Peace. Peace.